the fakir's drum by flora annie steele this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by newgate novelist the fakir's drum by flora annie steele oh most mighty victoria v r reg britannicorum v i kaiser e hind please admit bearer to privileges of praising god on the little drum as occasion befitteth and your petitioner will ever pray etc it was written on a scrap of foreign paper duly stamped as a petition and it did not need the interpolation of imperial titles to prove that this was not by any means its first appearance in court to be plain it had an ancient and a fish-like smell suggestive of many years acquaintance with dirty humanity i looked at the man who had presented it a very ordinary fakir standing with hands folded humbly and was struck by the wistful expectancy in his face it was at once hopeful yet hopeless turning to the court reader for explanation i found a decorous smile flowing round the circle of squatting clerks it was evidently an old established joke he is damnably noiseful man sir remarked my sarishtadar cheerfully and his place of sitting close to deputy commissioner's bungalow thus european officers object so it is always namunzor refused the sound of the familiar formula drove the hope from the old man's face his thin shoulders seemed to droop but he said nothing how long has this been going on i asked fourteen years sir always on transference of officers and it is always anamonsor he dipped his pen in the ink gave it the premonitory flick Munzor, granted said i in a sudden decision Munzor, during the term of my office that was but a month i was only a locum tenens during leave only a month and the poor old beggar had waited fourteen years to praise god on the little drum the pathos and bathos of it hit me hard but a stare of infinite surprise had replaced the circumambient smile the fakir himself seemed flabbergasted i think he felt lost without his petition for i saw him fumbling in his pocket as the janissaries hustled him out of court as janissaries love to do east or west that night as i was wondering if i had smoked enough and yawned enough to make sleep possible in a hundred degrees of heat and a hundred million mosquitoes i was suddenly reminded of the proverb charity begins at home it had with a vengeance i had thought my sarishtadar's language a trifle too picturesque now i recognised its supreme accuracy the fakir was a damnably noiseful man it is useless trying to add one iota to this description especially to those unacquainted with the torture of an indian drum by dawn i was in the saddle glad to escape from my own house and the ceaseless rumpa-tum-tum which was driving me crazy
when i returned the old man was awaiting me in the veranda his face full of a great content and the desire to murder him which rose up in me with the thought of the twenty-nine nights yet to come faded before it perfect happiness is not the lot of many but apparently it was his he salaamed down to the ground Husor, he said the great joy in me created a disturbance last night it will not occur again the protector of the poor shall sleep in peace even though his slave praises god for him all night long the almighty does not require a loud drum i said i was glad to hear it and my self-complacency grew until i laid my head on the pillow somewhat earlier than usual then i became aware of a faint throbbing in the air like that which follows a deep organ note a throbbing which found its way into the drum of my ear and remained there so faint that it kept me on the rack to know if it had stopped or was still going on rumpa tum 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 rumpa tum 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 rumpa even now the impulse to make the hateful rhythm interminable seizes on me i have to lay aside my pen and take a new one before going on i draw a veil over the mental struggle which followed it would have been quite easy to rescind my permission but the thought of one month versus fourteen years roused my pride as representative of the almighty victoria reg britannicorum etc i had admitted this man to the privileges of praising god on the little drum and there was an end of it but the effort left my nerves shattered with the strain put on them it was the middle of the hot weather that awful fortnight before the rains break i was young absolutely alone every morning as i rode a perfect wreck past the fakir's hovel by the gate he used to ask me if i had slept well and i lied to him what was the use of suffering if no one was the happier for it at last one evening it was the twenty-first i remember for i ticked them off on a calendar like any schoolboy i sat out among the oleanders knowing that sleep was mine the rains had broken a cool wind stirred the dripping trees the fever of unrest was over clouds of winged white ants besieged the lamp what wonder when the rafters of the old bungalow were riddled almost beyond the limits of safety by their galleries but what did i care i was going to sleep and so i did like a child until close on the dawn and then by heavens it was too bad in the veranda surely not faint but loudly imperative rumpa tum 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 i was out of bed in an instant full of fury the fiend incarnate must be walking round the house i was after him in the moonlight not a sign the white oleanders were shining in the dark foliage a firefly or two nothing more rumpa tum 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 fainter this time round the corner not there rumpa tum 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 
a mere whisper now but loud enough to be traced so on the track i was round the house to the veranda whence i had started no sign no sound gracious what was that a crash a thud a roar and rattle of earth the house the roof when by the growing light of dawn we inspected the damage we found the biggest rafter of all lying right across the pillow where my head had been two minutes before the first sunbeams were on the still sparkling trees when full of curiosity i strolled over to the fakir's hut it also was a heap of ruins and when we dug the old man out from among the ant-riddled rafters the doctor said he had been dead for many hours this story may seem strange to some others will agree with my sarishtada who after spending the morning over johnson's dictionary and a revenue report informed me that such catastrophes are but too common in this unhappy land after heavy rain following on long continued drought End of The Fakir's Drum by Flora Annie Steele